and falling down your face and I say no more I say no more Curbside Tramper with a love on radio. In this episode of Empowering Women Facing Domestic Violence, we can do this together. right back we have a call in with Karen stay tuned we have Karen on the line here with love on radio it's the curbside tramp how you doing Karen I'm doing good curbside how are you I'm doing wonderful you know it's uh it's a it's another day and make some changes and let's do it you know absolutely so uh, Karen has a story she'd like to share. So uh, I would like to give a mic drop and hand it to her. And Karen, it's all yours. Okay. Um, <clears throat> before I give my story, I wanted to reach out to Kaylee that was on your show, the mm-hmm. last show. And I just want to say, what's that? The last episode, correct. Correct, yes. I just want to say, Kaylee, you are doing a good job and you absolutely did the right thing by leaving that situation with your kids. Don't ever doubt yourself for a minute. Just move on. Amen to that. So um, hopefully she's listening still. So that'll be good. Yeah. So my story is an old story. It happened 22 years ago, 22 plus years ago. So abuse is not anything that's new. I think there's just more people aware of it now than there was 22 years ago and more resources for people to get help than what I had. Um, It was taboo, you know, back then to even talk about it. Right. Correct. It was. So I was married to this guy and uh, we had a son and he was both verbally and physically abusive to me. Um, he would scream and yell at me and tell me I was fat and undesirable, amongst other things that he would say. Um, you know, he would take iced tea glasses when he was mad at me and throw them. Fortunately, none hit me. Um, And he hit me once, and my gut reaction, when someone hits you, your gut reaction is to punch back. I did punch him back. I'm not proud of it, but I'm glad I stood up for myself. 
especially when he had to tell his friends why he had a black eye. Um, but, you know, I was dumb. I didn't want to leave that situation because, you know, again, he, just like others have said, he promised he'd do better. You know, he was sorry. He didn't mean it. Yada, yada, yada. But truth be told, I later found out that it was inherited. His father was abusive. And I saw, uh, I saw his sister become very physically abusive to her husband. So it is something that, that was a learned behavior, if you will. Okay, yeah. So, you know, some time passed. Well, he hit me again. He saw that I had gotten a tattoo and he called me a trailer trash whore, which that wasn't good. Um, I mean, my tattoo is of seashells. It's not a big deal. It's on my ankle. Um, he, you know, he continued his bad behavior and I let him and that's my fault. But I got to the point after the, the trailer trash comment that, um, I was done. And, and after he hit me the first time, I had already talked to my mother and to a lawyer about, about the situation um, because I knew where we were headed, but I had to plan it properly because when we lived in Maryland, if I took my son across state line and that was my intentions was to move to Florida where my mother was, I would be charged with kidnapping. So I had a lot of planning I had to do ahead of time just to, to get out of that situation and, um, and after the second time, um, you know, and my, and then my, my 18 month old was starting to throw things just like his father was, I had enough. I, I did not want that, um, inherited trait to continue. So I called my mother. She said, call your lawyer. I'll call your father. We'll get you out of there. And so we made those plans to do that, to get me out of there. I was scared to death. I, I told lies to get myself out of there. Like I'm just going for a visit, but I'll be back. But even though I packed up most of the house, um, he thought that that's what was going to happen, that I would bring my son back. I, I knew I was never coming back to Maryland, but you know, I had to do what I felt was safe for, for both myself and my son. And, and so be it, if it was a lie, it got me out of there. It got him to sign the separation paperwork. Um, and, and it got me away from him. But I, I was determined to break, break the chains, if you will. Um, my son had a lot of anger management issues. There were times when he acted so much like his father, even as a toddler, that it was scary because that's what he was used to seeing. Mm -hmm. he, he would hit and fight and... And I would have to sit him on the floor and wrap my legs and my arms around him to control him until he stopped with his little episodes. And I've broken that chain. My son would not be the man he was today if I hadn't. I did not let him do that. Um, he's very kind and caring and considerate of everybody. Um, and he's the first to react if someone gets hurt. Thank God. Yes. Absolutely. But the funny thing is, if there is a funny thing out of this whole story is after I had talked to my mom and told her that I wanted to leave and why, mm -hmm. um, 
from what I understand, my brother-in-law and my cousin were literally arguing with my mother that they were coming to get me, not her, because they wanted to beat his, you know what? Right. Um, because you don't do that to family. You know, you right. just don't do that. And when you've got protective cousins who are, are big guys, cousins or brother-in-laws, you know, that says a lot that they want to stick up for me. Right. Um, but needless to say, my mother did not, um, did not uh, let them come with them. And, right. and I heard that story much, much, much later. And, uh, um, and you know, ladies or men out there, there is hope after abuse. Um, I've remarried. My husband is wonderful. He's a good father to my son, who's now 23. It's the only father he has known. The, my ex never saw him again after, he, after we left at 18 months old. He didn't even try, which is probably good. Um, but there is hope. There, there is hope out there. Um, I still, though, have some insecurities uh, about uh, my weight um, in particular because that was one of his sticking points. Um, and verbal abuse a lot of times is a lot worse than physical abuse because it's very, very hard to get rid of that. But, um, you know, what people these days have that I personally didn't have was there's things like the Act Women's Shelter that has a secret location um, where you call one number and they get you to the location. Um, and I've been involved with them both through my quilt guild because we make quilts to give to the kids that are brought into those shelters. Um, and they get to keep that quilt. It's something that's theirs. No one will take it from them. It's their quilt. They get to go home with it. It's just a, a bit of security for them. Um, right. I was also involved with them with another organization called NAWIC, which is the National Association for Women in Construction. We would go into the ACT shelters and we would build dog houses because a lot of the women, um, when they go to leave, and I'm saying women, it could be men too, but I know for a fact women because, you know, I'm a woman. Um, but anyhow, a lot of them won't leave their pets behind. And, right. you know, it's very hard to get them to leave that abusive situation because that animal has cared for them and shown them the love that they weren't getting from the other person. You know what? And, and I mean, on that subject, I have heard stories of the abuser actually taking it out on the dog. Absolutely. Left. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I had to say that. Sorry. No, no, no. You're absolutely right because it's their way to punish the person that left right is by hurting or taking away something that they they loved so it's really a hard decision it's not it's not easy um i'm happy to say i've never regretted a day in my life that i left i've never thought oh i should have stayed or oh maybe i should go back i've always mm -hmm. just kept looking forward and and not looking in my rearview mirror and just trying to be a better person and, and help my son to become a better person to, to not be in that situation um, when he's with somebody. Right. Now, I don't want him to, to be like his grandfather and his father. So, I mean, that's pretty much my story in a nutshell. Um, you know, both physical and verbal. And I, like I said, I still suffer from the verbal abuse, but there are so many outlets out there um, you know, police departments will help you. 
Um, I've heard that if you call, like if the police department calls you or you call the police department and the person doesn't know it, if you say to them, I'd like to order a pizza, they know then that you are in a dangerous situation and they will send help. Wow, really? Yeah. I never heard that. I have heard that. I have heard that many, many times. I don't know anyone who's actually done that, but um, at that point, they, they'll say, uh, do you need help? You know, and then they'll be like, yes, I want cheese or something like that. Um, uh-huh. You know, so that line of questioning that alerts them that someone's in jeopardy, that they are in a bad situation. They need the police to come and help them. Well, on that note, I think I'm going to reach out, reach out to police department or a police officer that can get to come on here and talk about that. Yeah. Or, you know, validate it. Uh, Like I said, I don't know anyone who's done it. I have heard that you can do this, um, but it's not a bad idea. I should ask, I should ask my son because he's uh, applying to be a a police officer. Yeah, please do. Yeah, I I will. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have some locals here. I'm going to, reach out to and see if they know anything about that. Yeah. I mean, well, cause that's hard. Yeah. But on the light side of this, you know, we got to, we still got to keep our sense of humor, right? Absolutely. So don't ever dial the wrong number and order a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or else uh, flashing blue lights show up at your door. <laughs> Okay, maybe that's not as funny as I thought. Either. I, I can't <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> well, Karen, thank you, thank you so much for sharing. Um, and I'd like to add also, if, if anyone has a story to tell, I think you can reach out and help others. Please, please contact me, and uh, I'll leave I'll leave ways to do that. Uh, you also could go to curbside tramp dot rocks to get links to the show and um need to double check that but i think you can leave me a message on that web page i think you can but uh i would leave my email address right here but i know what would happen oh my goodness it would blow up what it would blow up with everyone but mm-hmm. what i want to blow it up absolutely i just recently had that happen <laughs> well at least you're popular Oh, yeah. Not to mention my Facebook page. Yeah. (laughs) Lord help you if you've got a public page. Wow. Yeah. After a mail. (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. I know it is. It's terrible. I have to keep on blocking people almost every day. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) anyhow. Anywho. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for reaching out to Kaylee also and getting your message. Yeah, I hope she I hears it. it. I hope she hears it. I'll send I'll send her a I'll send her a link for her to hear it. Okay. All right. Well you have a great day in your sunny Florida. <laughs> Thank you. You have fun in Arizona. I will. And for the rest of you guys, stay warm. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bye bye. Bye. Okay. Well that was Karen. Thank you very much, Karen, for calling in. I'm your host, Curbside Tramp. Love on Radio, this was the second episode of Empowering Women Facing Domestic Violence. Also, remember, you can contact me at curbsidetramp.rocks. Thanks again. Ciao for now.
Hey, I just wanted to let you all know that I really, really appreciate you. I really, really do. Curbside Tramp, out for now. I can't get enough of you. I really, really pray and hope that this mission that we're on takes off, surrounds the world. Let's take the country and then surround the world. Everyone needs to have a happy life. You can be part of it. Let's do this together. Right on. Love on radio. Curbside Tramp. Callahan's Productions at gmail.com. Curbside Tramp. Dot rocks. Send me a message.